Stand by for the latest episode of the Signal 50 Podcast with your hosts, Bravo and Alpha, two lifelong friends that swore an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. Stand by for broadcast. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to the Signal 50 podcast for the 107th episode that we've done together, Bravo and I. So, Bravo, how are you this afternoon? How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing wonderful. Nice, crisp, cool weather outside, <laughs> sunny. Uh, it's beautiful. You don't, you don't get too hot and uh, sticky in your turnout gear anymore. I like it. It's fun. Nice, nice. Yes. Well, it is. It, it's it's downright chilly. Uh, yes, it, we we've taken a turn for fall. Mm-hmm. So summer is over, and it seems like just the other day it was like eighty five, ninety degrees. It was terrible here all summer long. So that's right. Well, anybody, everybody out there, sorry about that. Pardon me. <clears throat> sorry about that. We haven't put out a lot of content lately. We both got, uh, you know, life. Uh, Life gets busy, so we, we we do our best to bring you a good uh, good program and some content for you. So anyhow, thanks for joining us, and we're just going to get right into it. We've got a lot to talk about today. There's an awful lot happening in the news, so let's just get right into it, shall we? Shall. Hey, it's time for the quick hits. Those stories that they're trying to memory hole or make, the, make us all forget about or not even talk about, so we say, huh, don't you think, Alpha, it's a good idea we bring it back and talk about it some more? Absolutely, and there's yes. a couple little couple little news flash items in here. Things that are developing here, so we'll we'll mm-hmm. go ahead and go through this list. I'll grab the first one. All right, Danchenko got acquitted. In surprise! The, uh, yeah, yeah. There's a big surprise. I was never really hopeful that he would get hemmed up. Uh, apparently, through the uh, the the trial, though, there were some pretty startling revelations mm-hmm. about just how corrupt the FBI is. But that's never going to grab the headline, right? No, they 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 said, oh, especially Obama. He comes out and says, oh, oh nothing been, to see here. Nothing to see. Move along. Now, here's two things to remember. One, the information that you just mentioned, the FBI is very corrupt and it's clear as day to everyone. And we no one trusts the FBI and their reputation is uh, shot. That's was one of the first things that came out. And the second thing is President Trump does have a civil lawsuit. All these people that Durham is named and Clinton and Obama and everyone else are in those uh, are named in these civil lawsuits and all this evidence coming out will be used against them in a court of civil law. Well, we'll have to see what happens. Exactly. We've got to move along. Right. Just saying. Number two, real quick. I'll, I'll grab this one from mm-hmm. Bravo here real quick. Uh, you've got Liz Truss. Mm. She's the uh, PM of the UK. She quit this morning. Oh, out. See ya. 40- 44 days on the job, she said she couldn't uh, deliver on the conservative agenda, so she decided that she would just uh, self-select and, and, and step aside. That's a developing story. We'll get more on that. There's there's a lot more to that story. That we'll They did not like episode. her. No, 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 no. Well, she, she was, screwed herself up, too. Okay. Well, we'll she talk about it more up. some other time. Grab the next one there, sir. All right. Well, we got 22 days until the midterms, everyone. Uh, things are definitely getting heated. Uh, the, the polls are now coming out. And again, I never trusted the polls in the first place. On the, during the summertime, they were all saying how the Democrats are winning. Uh, Republicans, don't bother. You're not going to win. Go home. They were trying. It was a definite uh, misinformation uh, pro- um, pot process where they're trying to get us all to stay home. But I got to tell you, Alpha, the, uh, the whole idea 
of uh, the, the midterms coming up. These polls are now saying that Republicans are, are starting to pull ahead. You know what? Everyone, disregard what the polls say. Go out and vote. Don't yep. pay attention to any of the other nonsense. You know what? You know what you're better off doing? Turn off the mainstream media. Don't watch them. That's all I got to say. Well, I agree. I agree. I think um, I'd like to think. How's that sound? Is, mm-hmm. that, is that better? Because I'm out of the predictions game, right? <laughs> we we've Our crystal ball was broken, and we tried to get it fixed, and it never got fixed. Maybe, maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. That that remains to be seen. I think oh, that's going to – that's, that's that'll, uh, you know, that'll fix itself over time maybe, mm-hmm. hopefully. But um, – I'd like to think that there are a lot of Republicans and conservatives being very, very quiet as far as polling goes. They're just kind of sitting back and just not self-identifying as conservative. They're just going to go to the ballot box and just do what they do. Mm-hmm. And that's great because I don't know if everybody knows, but I make phone calls on behalf of a Republican uh, campaign and nobody really wants to talk to you on the phone. No. And they don't want you to they know what you they, think. They're not nope. telling you what you think. I think the polls are shot, and especially in this day and age of loss of line, landlines, you know, the old phone, yeah. the old rotary dial phones and uh, yeah. landlines. Now it's all cellular and people block phone numbers and oh yeah, everything else. Well, yeah, you know, you come up as a as, as spam when you're mm-hmm. using the campaign's dialer program. So anyhow, we need to move along here. So uh, in economic news this morning that was released, existing home sales have tumbled to a 10-year low. September's numbers are in. So, and and mortgage rates are skyrocketing. So we're, we're going to be in a 2008-style housing crisis here mm-hmm. really, really soon with a lot of people overextended. And it's, it's going to get ugly, folks. It's really going to get ugly. It's going to so- be 2008 all again if not worse so what i'm seeing right now just because i'm curious in the whole market is the fact that houses are overpriced and they're sitting on the market or actually there's a little correction to that they're really they're overpriced people are putting in more bids right now because the idea that we need to get or the person buying a home or we whoever maybe wants to get into a home as quickly as possible before the market really tanks is a sign that the bubble is about to burst, in my humble opinion, sir. Well, I think that anybody that buys a house right now uh, that has the money or is qualified needs to sit back, hold on, and and, and have a little bit of patience because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm watching that market as well, and I'm noticing significant cuts mm-hmm. in the value of houses that are on the market. People mark their houses up 20 30 40 50% over you know what a real fair market value would be now they're just tumbling mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i don't know we're just going to have to move along we'll keep an eye on that story everybody's going to be impacted you know there's no good economic news out there right now no so we're going to have to move along next no one. there's no good news either at the border no. No. <laughs> the border is uh, a mess no. still the nightmare continues everyone uh, it just it's just like something that will never end and there's no end in sight and the policies are to blame and specifically uh, Brandon and his policies. Oh, yeah. There it is. But it's interesting. Well, is it a catastrophe? What was that, sir? I'm sorry. No, 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 oh. no. Keep going, brother. No, because I was about to go into the next uh, moving along yeah, 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 story. Yeah. New York City's broke. <laughs> and uh, we we have uh, some some uh, foot, uh, video uh, snippet from uh, Project Veritas, our favorite, most uh, authentic journalistic outlet out there right yep we're gonna we're gonna play the video for you it's a little bit long but we want to play it for you because this is this is pretty stunning stuff right stand this by. is eric adams head advisor right he's his lead advisor so why don't you roll that beautiful bean footage sure meet chris boff 
one of Adam's advanced team staffers. Watch him say what he really thinks about his boss, the mayor of New York City, and how he is handling or mishandling the chaos of the migrant crisis. The city is broke, uh, which makes me very nervous as someone who is paid by the city. Uh, we're anticipating like a $10 billion budget deficit by 2026 right now. There was free money from the government for the last two years because of COVID. Yeah. All of that's gone. And then our revenues just aren't in a place to support $110 billion budget. Like, that's the annual city budget right now. Can you just raise the taxes? The mayor doesn't want to. I mean, that is an option. Or we could, like, reduce services. Uh, what do you mean? Like, just not give people enough stuff. Like what? Uh, I don't know. Pick something. Department for the Aging, Immigrants. Like, we're housing immigrants right now from Texas. It would be very easy to be like, nope, not anymore. How much money are we spending on that? Is it because we're a sanctuary city, or...? Yeah, our rule is everyone here is entitled to shelter. Like, mm -hmm. sanctuary city is such a dumb term. The city has a right to shelter law. No one in the city is supposed to sleep on the street. Mm -hmm. People do, but they do it by choice. So the Republicans were like, here, here's here are 11,000 people we don't want to deal with. And, like, our laws state we have to take care of them. That is the law of the city. The law is not designed to say, like, we want asylum seekers to come to New York City. That's not the design of the law. And then they're like not telling us when these people are coming, not telling us when the buses are arriving, not telling us who's on the buses. It's a, it's a shit show. Can't we just like amend our right to shelter laws? I mean, we could. We're choosing not to. Oh, it's like... Like we could repeal it, but I think that would cause a lot more blowback than what we're currently doing. I mean, has it been discussed? No. There's no appetite for it. The mayor, I mean, that's the end of his political career to even suggest that. Wow. Hmm. Wow. Well, while that interview goes on for quite a while. And there's um, two parts of it also. So we yes. put the uh, link in the show notes. Go watch it for yourselves. I, I took the first part of it because it was so telling. Alpha, yeah. just a couple of highlights there. They're not willing to change the policy nope. or the law. And they it's claim all that it's a law. Politics. It's, it's optics. All uh, they said that Adams would be politically done. He's already politically done. He's a loser, and he's all he cares about is the limelight. He's out partying. He's out doing things. He's not leading. He's actually leading from behind. Well, New York City has got a history of electing losers as mm -hmm. mayors, you know, after Giuliani. Uh, Bloomberg was a half a loser. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, their last uh, last guy, total loser. Right? De Blasio, what a loser. De Blasio, totally. Cameo, so actually. The, he was a communist. Well, of course he is. So is this guy. So is yep. Eric Adams. He's he's no good. He's not a good leader. He's just he just wants his celebrity. But anyhow, this is quick hits. We can't get really into it now. Right. But you gotta watch that. That's a two part uh two part interview with this kid. Uh what what really stunned me was he wasn't saying anything outrageous. No. I mean he not like in the past when they catch these people. On, on a hot mic, you know, making just egregious claims and just being just over the top and just right. craziness. This kid was just absolute straight facts and calm and not trying to hurt anybody. He's just laying it out as it was. Mm -hmm. And that's really stunning. And it speaks to this kid. Look, he works for a bad guy, but he knows the he knows the truth when he sees it, right? That's right. And he's worried about his paycheck. Anyway. And he should be. And he should be. So moving along. Moving hey, along. let's worry about something else that the CDC is now up to and uh, <laughs> the FDA. Uh, so the CDC is now 
wanting to place into their recommendations based on FDA quick voting with no scientific basis whatsoever about mandating for children the COVID-19 death jab series before they can go to school. This is a 100% political move. This is not based on science at all. Right. Uh, it, and unfortunately, it's the, the, it is clear to me that, that the researchers are biased towards the, uh, when you, the pharma, big pharma. Why? Because pharma wants a guarantee that they're not going to get sued because it would be placed wow. on the childhood immunization schedule. And they want an annuity every year for all the kids that need to have it to go to school. Well, this, let me ask you a question. Is yeah. this based on science? This this new thing, this new uh, out of thin air requirement. Well, based, uh, is that is it is it based on science, or is it based on politics? It's based on politics. Doctor Malone, who was talking with uh, Steve Bannon on the War Room, was also uh, very quick to sh- to show that the sample that the uh, the pharmaceutical companies were using to, to the FDA saying this is safe and effective, which we know it's not safe and effective, was that the power or the number of people that they sampled or looked at was like 300. And unfortunately, that's not a big enough sample size when you're talking about millions of people that are supposed to get this. And when the numbers show that one in 1,500 or so of those who receive it have some adverse effect like myocarditis or sudden death. Well, we're going to be talking more in depth about this in, in, in one of the segments of the yep. show. So we're going to, we're going to leave that alone. There's some, there's some serious, serious, serious issues mm-hmm. with, with everything surrounding the policy and the way that this was handled and the leadership through the entire uh, medical approval and development aspect of the vaccines. There's, there's some big, big problems surrounding it. And, uh, We'll get into that here in a little bit. Right. So let's move on a little bit uh, more about the strategic oil reserve. Right. Yeah, Biden's tapping this to try to ease the price at the pump for the midterms, right? <laughs> Still going well, It's not political. I'm <laughs> just trying to help people out. Yeah, you're trying to buy votes. That's right. Uh, he's trying to dump 15 uh, million barrels of oil onto the market that were purchased at $24 a barrel, and, and to replace them is, is 84 bucks. Uh, that's what Trump did. So, you know... <laughs> He denies it's a politic politic move, and he says, "Oh, it's to, this is to counter the Putin price hike." This has nothing to do with Putin. No, nope. the price of gasoline's probably affected five cents a gallon based on what Putin's doing. Right. Overall, it has to do with the fact that he's hiding the fact that he's stripped this country of energy independence. Correct. So, it's all BS. It's all politics, and just. It's just awful. So we're going to move on to the next one. Quick hit here. Where's the baby formula? Have you seen um, it? I haven't seen any on the shelves at the uh, nope. supermarket. Nope. Was in Target the other day. Uh, the baby formula aisle is bare. No one's talking about that. Well, we're bringing it back up again because they're still having problems with the formula. And again, Biden, where's where's Biden? Can't find him. No. He's in no, Delaware again on vacation. Yeah, apparently so. So, All right. Well, one other gonna, thing. I mean, it sounds like we're talking about uh, drab and terrible news, but we got to bring it up there because this is what needs to be talked about here in the quick bet. hits. Businesses are closing up in the cities, big ones I'm talking about, the big cities, because of highest crime. Wawa, which is a huge supermarket chain in Philadelphia and the rest of the country, by leaving, packing up from Philadelphia. Where are people supposed to get their food? Where are they supposed well, to get their, their well, groceries? It's a, it's a gas station, grocery store, convenience store. It's got, it's fantastic. Ah, I thought it was, they, uh, they, what was the big, what's, isn't there a big uh, grocery store? 
Oh, something else. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Uh, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah. Wawa is a is a chain of uh, grocery uh, slash gasoline stores slash you know fast food places, right? Ah, They've right. got yeah. it's like the ultimate in gas stations. It's a fantastic place. Good sandwiches, good food. If you're mm-hmm. on a road trip, great place to stop. Uh-huh. They've got good uh, you know Wawa charcuterie. Uh, it's fantastic stuff. Oh, all right. uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't have them up here in New York. No, you don't have anything good up in New York. <laughs> uh, so they're closing in Philadelphia because they keep getting looted. So they're going to do that. You know, Starbucks is closing a lot of their stores in their downtown areas. You mean the woke coffee company who wants to give everything away and be uh, inclusive and wanting to everyone have pronouns and go screw yourselves. I hate Starbucks. How's that inclusivity working for you? And uh, Cotopaxi in San Francisco, that's the only store that they have in San Francisco. Uh, They keep getting looted. It's a high-end or moderately high-end uh, clothing and tchotchke store for the for the uh, urban stunning young urbanites and hipsters out there uh they keep getting robbed so they're they're just not going to participate anymore they're just closing their doors so the ceo said we're done done all done i can't guarantee the safety of my employees i can't guarantee the safety of my merchandise you know i can't conduct business like this goodbye i'm not getting looted every week forget it again liberal policies <laughs> equal economic demise and the systematic, the systemic destruction of our country. There you have you it. Quick hits, everyone. Don't forget them. Go look. <laughs> we don't mean to be melancholy here, but I gotta, I gotta tell yeah. you, we, we want to make sure these stories stay alive because if you look for them in the in the in the media, they're they're onto the biggest and brightest uh, light yeah. that that will distract. Anyway, yep. Racism, racism, racism. Everything is racist. So we're no, gonna we're gonna move on to the first block of the program yeah. here. You know, this is this is important stuff. Mm-hmm. We talk about the it, it, it unfortunately becomes a, a woven theory and a and, and a talking point of ours. Uh, mm-hmm. So we have to apologize to the audience. We talk a lot about the wokeness and uh, and the political correctness and all of that BS stuff that we did not grow up with, and and I'm glad we did not. No, right? I, it, it's destroyed. It's destroyed childhoods. It's destroyed yes. uh, families. It's destroyed uh, our country. You bet. It's it's bad stuff. So. Right. We're going to talk about what, what you know, the, the, there's a beautiful piece of irony that came out of Dearborn, Michigan, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's, 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 it's the woke backlash, I call it. Um, mm-hmm. So everybody out there probably knows, uh, you know, that us conservatives get accused of being Islamophobes and homophobes and all these nasty things from the left-hand side of the aisle, right? Yep. So what happens when you elevate a religious group? Right. Above all else, because, you know, you just can't offend them and you've got to play nice with them and you've got to give them special treatment. And suddenly you come to the realization that they're more conservative than conservatives. Mm. Those would be the Muslims in Dearborn, Michigan. Very devout, very uh, strict in terms of their religious observance and adherence to the Quran which is their version of the Bible for them. You bet. I mean, they're, they're very, very, very conservative people. Yes. Okay, fine. They're, they're very socially conservative. They're very, very conservative. Okay, so we've established that. Their religion is pretty narrow in the view that they take, and it's written in the way that they, most people practice it here in the United States, Muslims, right? Mm-hmm. So in the, in the National Review, Here's an article. We'll put a link in the show notes. There was a school board meeting 
uh, and they were discussing the LGBTQIA plus whatever, what, the alphabet soup of alternative lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what we're going to call that. They were discussing the books, and and if you look at some of these books uh, that they're discussing, it's 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 really gross stuff. In fact, last show we were talking about what they were spewing out there and what would really happen to people. They would be arrested for child pornography, and we called this woke nonsense, this this um, grooming that's occurring in our schools. Oh yeah, what it is? It's pornography, childhood pornography. And, and pedophilia. That's what this is. That's what, that's exactly what this is. You, you know, you, you've got the school board in, in the Dearborn area failed to realize the audience. They, they, they didn't take the temperature of the room the right way. Right. Well, they felt, they assumed that uh, because they're Muslims and because they live in Michigan and it's a huge uh, populous uh, area of Dearborn, Michigan. Yes, it is. They would all be on board with the Democrats because they are lockstep with the Democrats. Let me tell you something. Here, here it is. The BS nope. buzzer has been called. Error on the Democrats' part. You didn't read your room properly. Not even a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. they've created a real interesting problem for themselves, haven't they? Oh, yes, they have. <laughs> in, in fact, and it's it's an amazing display of. Of, of bringing your grievances to a government, local oh, yeah. local level government. Bet they weren't ready for that one. Oh, no, they were not. They had huge rooms. Uh, they had a room. Uh, Andy No is, is following this along from his Twitter. Oh, yeah. uh, there's, there's gatherings and meetings. They go to the board meetings. Uh, they... they <sighs> They get and they're not and, and the board. It's amazing if it was a white male like you or myself, Alpha, <laughs> be canceled. We'd be canceled, shown out the door, timer would be turned arrested. off, arrested. The FBI would be called on us <laughs> now because they're the Muslims uh-huh. are a special uh, designated religious group and and supposed yep. to be like in line with the Democrats and and. Right in line, and, and <laughs> oh, can't touch them. They're nope. allowed to speak, and oh, are they speaking? And if you, oh, you I've been listening speaking. to what they've been saying, Alpha. And let me tell you, they make a whole bunch of sense, and oh, they're not going to take it anymore. Well, good for them. Yes. Okay, so we all need to understand something, right? When people challenged the Loudoun County School Board in mm-hmm. Virginia, when when. Kids got raped in the school. Two girls got raped by this transsexual kid, whatever. And the father was, was there to male. defend her daughter. Yeah, the His father daughter, was there. Me. He got arrested Yes, when he went to speak up. They opened up FBI investigations on people that spoke up about this. Correct. In that school, okay? Mm-hmm. The school board wrote a letter, the DOJ, and everybody seems to forget all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't forget this stuff. I don't either. You don't forget this stuff. And we do this so people out there don't forget this stuff, right? That's right. Everybody got their own brand new FBI investigation. They had mm-hmm. a jacket opened up on them from the FBI. Mm-hmm. I wonder how that's working. Like you said before, I wonder how that's working in Dearborn. No. Oh, I well, bet they're like, ooh, yeah. How do we handle that one? Well, yeah. because you've eaten everyone else up, spit that's them right. out. You are not even going to come close. Now, in this meeting that they were having, and uh, every father after father, Typically, the moms are the ones that get up there and then do this, but not in the Muslim faith. The Muslim faith, the no, father no, no, is no, the protector no, no, of the no. home. Oh, you bet. And I did not see one. Uh, well, they had to shut it down because of the number of people that were there, I believe. 
That's correct. But yeah, that didn't. It, it, that it, went it, over like a lead balloon in church. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's beautiful irony, isn't it? Well, the the question now is, now that everyone is pointed, you know, we're all we're all um, aware of the situation, and as you mentioned, there's 24 days left, something uh, like that, to to the election. You know it, I know it, we all know it that they're trying to they're trying to grab on to whatever situation that they can, yep. to show how how they need to vote for democrats and how is it working for them this is this is a huge fail uh, it, you know every time the democrats do this they always take it too far mm. and this is the perfect example of you took it too far and now it's going to bite you right i think everybody out there needs to understand something mm-hmm. we're not saying this is right all right islam homosexuality or deviant lifestyles it's it's forbidden right it's a sin and they take it pretty seriously. And according to Sharia law, they they punish it. Absolutely. They punish that behavior by throwing people over buildings. Right. This happens in Iran, everyone. We're not saying anything That's, that doesn't happen. Well, they, they, they hang gays, they torture gays, they jail them, they execute them. And we don't condone that. It's an, No, no, no. For adults, you know, you choose what you want to do, go do it. I'm, we're this is living. an honest conversation about the ways of the world and the cultural and regional differences, okay? Right. The cultures that these folks generally come from, they don't tolerate this behavior. No. At all. Correct. All right? And not saying I agree or disagree. It just is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. They come over here, they moderate quite a bit, and now they're being subjected to this, and this goes so against their culture, their teachings, their religion, their norms, their mores, their morals. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I love how all of the tolerant left, all the tolerant left, you know, stands behind all of the countries over in the Middle East, blah, 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 blah. And they get down on Israel so hard. What is the only country in the Middle East that tolerates gays? Israel. LGBT. That's correct. They have a safe haven in Israel. Now, That's correct. What Nobody what I, I have to point out there. I have to point out though. There's a distinction here, and it must be said: the Muslims and the fathers are are protecting their children, and you and I do not condone this Absolutely. type of behavior or this grooming or indoctrination no. or child, you know, pedophilia. And I'm I'm standing with the Muslims on this one. Absolutely. The stuff does not belong Absolutely. in school. The books need no, to be no, no. yanked out of there. No more drag shows. Okay? No more drag well, queen. Nothing. Bravo, listen. You know, yeah. we're, we spent a lot of time, you know, everything else has failed with the left. Now mm-hmm. let's trans the kids and sexualize everything and the kids, right? So we continue to sexualize these children, these elementary school children. You know, if, if you're an adult and you're over the age of 18, you want to participate in a drag show, you want to go do all that stuff, you go do you. When right. you're an adult, you go do you. But don't get the children ready to do this so when they turn 18, they go do this. I don't because know. They a- should- everybody probably saw the family-friendly drag show down in Texas. We provided a link for it at the last show. Yeah. Okay, this is a new one that just came out. You had a, a tranny, a cross-dresser, or <laughs> drag queen, whatever, waving their privates in the face of elementary school children with parents there handing money to the children to tip the dancers. 
BS flag called on the parents for stupidity and not defending your children. What is this? <sighs> Unbelievable. Well, look, the good old days, you know, look, and I'm, I'm going to say something tongue in cheek here. Okay. This is tongue in cheek, everybody. In the good old days, the pedos would be pedos in the privacy of their own home. Okay. Well, they'd have the good sense to keep it indoors, right? Well, they're trying to normalize it. That's why. That's that, right. Now parents are serving their kids up on a platter to these perverts. They're they're actually making childhood sacrifice. That's what this is all about. This is terrible. This is insane. I, why why is this okay? It's not okay to me or you, but it's okay to them because the ends justify the means. And they want to portray their totalitarianistic beliefs on everyone else. And this goes against your belief and my belief, because we share the same one. You be you, but do no harm in the process. And the kids are being harmed. So you and I are standing up and talking about this because it needs to be squashed now. And the way to do that is vote. Vote, vote, vote. That helps. That helps, but you need to have law enforcement that gets involved here. This is this is I'm not I'm not suggesting to become a totalitarian police state. No. At all. Believe me. But when there like are, I, but when, when there, there are, are children. Yeah, and, and and on the on the war room, they had a mother that's doing this on her own. She's done the research, knows how to there she's brought this to the attention of the police. She's brought this to the attention of the US assistant district attorney in her area. Mm-hmm. being ignored, saying there's no problem, no issue, no whatsoever. She brings the book to the, to the, to the, um, uh, to the legislature in her state, and we'll bring more to you next time because this is just a developing story I heard before we came on the air. Uh, they, they asked her to stop talking during, you know, reading this, this book because it was so obscene. And All right. The, oh, and this is in Pennsylvania, by the way. Thank you. Philadelphia. And um, there was a... Um, uh, Mastriano, who's currently a state senator who's running for governor, brought up a law to pass to forbid this from going into the to the schools. And once you know it, uh, the Democrats are all blocking it. It's insanity. So we're, we're we're doing a lot of harm to these children. That's right. right. So you have moms and dads standing up defending their kids. Yep, yep. as and, they should. And and I'm right there with them. So oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I've been I've been looking in my school. I can't find it. You know, my daughter's school that doesn't have it. Thank goodness. Um, so, but there are other areas out there that they do have it, and they're indoctrinating their kids as young as five, kindergarten. It's insanity. So, it's uh, it's it needs to be it needs to be spoken about. It needs to be brought out into the open, and it needs to be dealt with now. Right. And, and this exposing children to this type of behavior and material, I don't know. It used to be a crime. Seems like it still is. As far as I'm concerned, we haven't changed any of the laws. Why is this being overlooked conveniently? Yeah. Uh, That's something we're going to have to look into and bring back uh, at a different time. I don't have, I I don't know. I don't know the answer to the problem right now, but it needs to be solved. So we need to do, we do need to move along here. Mm -hmm. We're, We're running along here. So, Listen, uh, everybody knows that we've been all over the COVID-19 thing since two years ago. Right. We came out against it because we had asked the questions why. No, we answered ourselves, and no way. 
Exactly. There's no evidence came out at all, despite being canceled, despite being told we were sycophants and losers and yep. everything else and tinfoil hat wearers. Well, guess what? When we when I called Fauci a fraud back in 2020. Well, you mean the science? Mm, the science guy? No, the, the science. The he si- was the science. He was the Fauci science. Self-proclaimed. Yes. Let me tell you, we and I wrote, I read the book, uh, um, the, the Real Anthony Fauci by Robert F. Kennedy Jr. There's a movie now out called The Real Anthony Fauci, and we both watched it, and we're going to do yes. a review about it because it's so important to talk about this. I I watched it. it it's about an hour and fifty minutes. Okay, mm-hmm. it's it's not short. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just say that everything that was mentioned and discussed in the in the in the movie was is is all plausible, it's all verifiable, and uh, I was left with um, without a doubt in my mind that uh, the questions need to be asked. So right. now let's we'll go just, over let's go over the highlights here. And just and just to clarify the things that you just mentioned, it is not only verifiable but in the book all the footnotes. Robert uh, F. Kennedy Jr., who is also an attorney sets out this, what I think is the best case against Fauci, along with a roadmap for an indictment. Just saying. You oh, can I, use this I, as an I indictment. Agree. This is an indictment on Fauci. So let, let's kind of give some of the highlights of, sure. of, of the program here. So when, when you start out, they're, they're, they're in the beginning, they're, they're talking about something called Simulation 201, mm-hmm. right? And Bravo, why don't you go over a little bit about what Simulation 201 yeah. was? So about six weeks prior to uh, what would be known as the pandemic and C-19 was starting to spread, they had a roundtable about this uh, where the World Health Organization and I'm trying to remember who else was part of this. UN, the World Economic Forum. World Economic Forum. There's Charles Schwab again, okay? Klaus Schwab, yeah. Klaus Schwab, I call him Charlie. Anyway. And you had Gates, the Gates Foundation was there too. Gates Foundation, the CIA. um, CIA. Central Central Intelligence Agency, the ones that are supposed to keep protect us against the Russians and the communists, they were in on this. Now, what they did was they did a roundtable, and they simulated staged broadcasts. It's actually training for this whole what I call the faux pandemic, staged events, calling things misinformation. Amazing how that word comes out all of a sudden, isn't it, Alpha? Stage responses. How do you do this? Coincidences. Well, this was one huge coincidence, which there are no such thing as coincidences. This was a drill that they ran. Simulation 201 was a drill and a roundtable discussion, and it was a role-playing exercise. That's right. Now, All based around a COVID pandemic. Let's just personalize this for one second. You and I, both involved with the fire service. I was also, yep. a part, one time, as part of the FEMA Disaster Medical Assistance Team. We trained on how to respond to biological emergencies nuclear emergencies, disasters. We're talking like large-scale disasters where it wipes out the entire healthcare system of the the area that we're going to. Hurricanes, been on two of those as that. Anyway, this was a drill. We practiced these things to know how to respond. 
Did all this the ring things, some bells? Did this bring back some memories for you? Oh, it brought back some memories, all right, because the things that we're training on, keeping people sheltered in place, sheltering in place was something that was com- that we were taught to do while we were doing these drills with uh, FEMA and part of the disaster medical assistance teams. I said, why is this familiar? And we p- talked about this on the... Uh, on, on show uh, President right. uh, President Trump and the politics of a virus. That's right. Um, two years ago, almost. That's right. So this this is what led me on to say there's something not quite right here. Okay. Now, oh yeah. Now we talked about the players in this, and it was eye opening uh, that there was absolute reason to be skeptical of these vaccines, wasn't it, Alpha? In terms well, of it, it, it was it was skeptical that this is based about you know being skeptical of the vaccines, right? We were yeah. we were skeptical of the vaccines, and when we when we watched the real Fauci, mm-hmm. when you read the book, it gives you the backstory mm-hmm. as to kind of how this all went down and why you should be skeptical of these vaccines. And in and fact, why you should be skeptical of everything that Fauci has done. I was skeptical of the vaccines because that was the only thing they were pushing. Meanwhile, yeah, ivermectin, right. hydroxychloroquine, Dr. Right. Zelenko, God rest his soul. Peter Dr. Corey. Yep. All of them came out and said there was treatments for these diseases. Treatments. I'm not talking about cures or prevention. Treatments. And they were all squashed. I was, I was chastised by many people for wanting to use hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. I was told, I was threatened that I couldn't use them. That's right. Meanwhile, you mm-hmm. know, later on down the road, it's been proven that the protocols that have been developed by a number of the different physicians, you know, I'm not a medical professional. No, uh, but I am. And I you are. A yeah. lot of the protocols that were developed by these medical professionals that, that contained a hydroxychloroquine and an ivermectin component coupled with a few other over-the-counter things. Vitamins, zinc. Vitamins, minerals, mm-hmm. yep. et cetera, uh, proved to be about 75% effective of keeping people out of the hospital, if not more, and relief came within hours or shortly upon uh, administration of these protocols. And not it wasn't 75, it was 85%. Sorry, pardon me, yep. 85%. And it depends upon how early in the syndrome or in the illness you administer these. Now, Fauci, let's get back to Fauci because this is the yes. topic of the discussion. Fauci squashed these treatments, squashed it, came out and- with false crapped up studies. I'm talking about crappy studies where they were giving hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, especially ivermectin. They called it horse paste. So the, right. the mainstream media was in lockstep with all this nonsense. Gave them too late in the hospital while they're on their deathbed intubated. Of course it's too late. Now, there have been a couple of cases where they gave ivermectin in the middle of their ICU course, and it prevented them from getting intubated. So let me ask you a question. How long has Fauci been the science behind mass sicknesses and pandemics. How long has he been in, uh, in command of the NIAID and, and, uh, he goes all the way NIAID. back to 1984 or excuse me, 81 early eighties. Right. So what's his track record been? Well, he did. He played the same story, the same playbook. That's right. 
with AIDS, HIV. And in this documentary, I urge everyone to go see it. It's free. doesn't cost you a dime. They just want to know who's watching it. Okay? And go watch it because it goes through the entire history of HIV and how they never truly isolated the HIV virus. They used a, a test. The test PCR is that familiar? Test. A PCR test, everyone? It only detects fragments of the particular item you're looking for. Item meaning virus. Doesn't mean you have it or you don't. And right. they, they can and falsify the inventor, it very easily. And the inventor of the PCR test is like, that's not what this was ever intended for. That's right. That's not how this works. So a PCR test can be positive one day, negative the next, right? Now, there are some medications that now have come out, antiviral medications, that have actually been found to be effective against hepatitis C, which was at one time incurable. You couldn't, fit, you couldn't cure it. You had to have a liver transplant. Now they can cure hepatitis C based on the medication. But the medication Fauci was pushing, AZT, sound familiar? It was a derivative chemotherapy drug. Very, very, very powerful, very dangerous drug. And what it did was, instead of, and instead of helping patients, patients that were on it were like chemotherapy patients on steroids, but they didn't use steroids because they just used AZT, and they were dead in a year. And why is that? They said that the PCR test that they tested HIV for was actually erroneous, and these people were actually experimented on with this very toxic drug, and for some reason, no one picked up on it. Now, now sound familiar me, what's going on right now? Let me ask a question. Did sure. that AZT lower the immune system? Yes. That's what happened. Acquired immune deficiency syndrome. Now, what happened with the vaccines, with the the so-called mRNA vaccines? What did that do to people? There are studies showing that mRNA vaccines cause acquired immune deficiency syndrome. Which is not the same thing as HIV. No, but it's very similar. Very similar. One is a component of the other. Now, if you also just... Very quickly, Fauci, who's in league with the World Economic Forum, the World Economic Forum's manifesto, their proclamations are to lower the world population down to 500,000, and we're at billions right now. 500 million. They want 500 million. Did I say billion? I'm sorry. You said 500,000. Oh, sorry. Well, (laughs) if they could, they would do it, but 500 million they want. (laughs) Okay? So my point being is this was purposeful. And the playbook that Fauci was running, and he's a masterful, you don't get into a position like Fauci's in, in the NAIDH, and being the director of that, by not being politically savvy. This guy is not a doctor, in my opinion. He doesn't, he forgot what it was to treat patients and help them, but he is a masterful politician. Oh, yeah. And he didn't get to this position by just, you know, doing his thing. So he, he did his thing by doing politics, and he stopped whatever he could get ahead of. And in fact, when this came out about the HIV, going back to HIV and this whole scam about AZT, mm-hmm. eventually when people stopped it, Fauci said, oh, new evidence has come out to show that this is not the best way to do it. And AZT went away. Bye-bye. 
Yeah, and they also renamed uh, certain components of AIDS too. They they changed the naming. Uh, That's right. Sound familiar? Mm-hmm. AIDS without an HIV component was renamed idiopathic CD4 plus lymphocytopenia by Fauci. That's right. So you see something it, very different now. Parallel to what's going on now with COVID nineteen and all the difference, <gasps> the vaccine was supposed to be safe and effective, and we long talked COVID. about this before. Now they call it long COVID. No, no, no. This is this is induced by the vaccine. That's right. Long COVID is induced by the vaccine. It's a syndrome induced by the vaccine. That's most right. Probably. So there's something else that, that that's hiding in Fauci's closet that I found particularly stunning. Probably. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I thought that, you know, his MO, his, his motive operandi is always used the most toxic approach to anything. That was kind of the, the theme, the AZT and the MRNA mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. Remdesivir. Squash, remdesivir is very, very toxic stuff. Oh, people were going into kidney failure. We talked about this. I yes. said, do not go into the hospital with COVID-19. They will kill you because they give you remdesivir and your kidneys shut down, you're dead. Right. So Fauci's MO has always been to use the most toxic approach to anything. You know, the hydroxychloroquine and the ivermectin. What are the side effects from both of those drugs? Zero. Zero. It's very safe and effective. That is safe and effective. That's right. So AZT is the perfect example. That was like hitting a fly with a hammer, and all it did was kill people. They put everybody with HIV or an AIDS complex on AZT, and they killed them. Right. Now, here's the kicker. How did they test all this stuff? PCR test. There was an incarnation center. It was an orphanage in New York. Oh, uh, you're talking about AZT, right, right, right. Yeah, yes. talking about let's go back in time and let's mm-hmm. let's review who Anthony Fauci really is. Mm-hmm. There was an orphanage called the Incarnation Center there in in, in New York. They experimented on PCR-tested kids that tested tested positive. Mm -hmm. These are orphans in an orphanage. Yep. They were not HIV positive. Right. They experimented on these kids. That's right. And the kids that wouldn't go along with oral medications, they had a G-tube inserted. Right. And, and forced. they force-fed them AZT. These are kids and orphans, so there were no parents to defend them. Nobody cared about these kids. Right. So what happened was they found a mass grave of 80 yeah. orphans stacked in caskets, two to a box, three to a box, and in a mass grave. That's right. In a potter's grave. That's right. They killed all the kids from the orphanage with their experimentation. That's right. So what ends up happening now is, this is all coming out, and we're calling it out here on the Signal 50 podcast, that if you consider taking these vaccines any longer, I would strongly recommend you really dig deep before you do any more. Is the, is the cure more dangerous than the problem? Yeah, yes, I believe it could well, be. Well, the Hold immunization is. The immunization is, is, is a large issue here in, in what we're seeing in that the immunization is not the proper treatment that should have occurred. What should have happened was we should have been giving people ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine right off the rip. They did this in India. Absolutely. Remember the study yep. you brought up in, in alpha about that study in That's India. Right. That's right. Millions and millions more, more populous in the United States, 400 something million people all were given ivermectin on a regular basis. No one came down with this. No one. And this COVID-19 Anybody die from the ivermectin? No. 
And the flu numbers that we're all wondering, where'd they go in the last two years, everyone? Huh. This was a re-statistically uh, uh, manipulated pandemic, everyone, because they wanted to get rid of Trump. You don't like him. You don't like his tweets. How do you like your gas prices now? How do you like the way the economy is going now? How do you like the way our schools are going now? The Democrats destroy everything that they touch. Dennis Prager. That's what that's he says. correct. So back on topic here, you know, you got Robert Malone, Dr. Yep. Malone, right? He's he's the guy who, quote unquote, invented the mRNA technology. And he's been very outspoken about this entire thing and all of the vaccinations and everything that go along with this uh, whole scam, right? Yeah. And a quote, direct quote from him from the movie is, We've administered a synthetic molecule that is not exactly mRNA and administered it to the world population. We don't have any idea what we have done. That's right. It's not really an mRNA. No. Into the liturgical definition of mRNA, right? Right. So the guy who invented it is like, whoa, caution, caution. Big problems here. So, so what happened? What they did was the mRNA the messenger in in the in the video that kind of go through this. But basically, mRNA your your DNA is being manipulated with this mRNA vaccine. It's not a vaccine. It's a medication. That's correct. Does not do anything a vaccine was ever intended to do. So we encourage everybody to go. We'll put the link in the show notes. It's. <laughs> It's stunning. It's stunning. It's free. Just open your mind, everyone. Watch this. This is not nonsense. Robert F. Kennedy was a Democrat. He was in line with his uncle, John, and his father, Robert. And, you know, he's an attorney. He's well-esteemed. And until he started calling out Fauci, now they shunned him. That tells me everything. This man is integrity written all over him. So, please, don't take our word for it. Learn the hard truth on your own. Go watch this video. Let us know what you think. Right. It's important and this gets out there. And share it. Share it all over the place. Right. So we're going to move on to the, the last block. It, it kind of goes along with this a yes. little bit. So I don't know if anybody uh, uh, remembers. Uh, Bravo and I have been talking about this you know, on and off for a while. We talked about it quite some time ago. We actually sat down and we had an opportunity to go through when the when the judge ordered the Pfizer documentation released. Bravo and I started digging through it. We were working with um, Naomi Wolf and her folks to an extent, right? Yep. Trying to contribute to what they were doing. And Bravo's medical acumen and my business acumen and my ability to crunch numbers and my ability to understand the medical side of it, you know, we sat there and we we started digging through this data and and Bravo, what did you know, let's talk a little bit about it. So we had a we we asked the questions again. Uh, why, and we kept hearing no, and eventually turned into no way, right? We're Generation Xers. This is what we do. And the report can be found on Signal50.com, www.signal50.com. Go there. Download a copy of it. We're not looking for any money. We don't care about the money. We're looking to get the word out. We want the hard truth out. And what we go through is we look at, our theory was that early treatment should have been the way to go, not this, not this so-called immunization. That's right. And we were also 
stunned by the number of adverse effects that were found while administering this so-called immunization. I call it a jab because that's all it is. And what we found was that the number of adverse effects in this sample size, which they would not tell us how many people total got the shot. They're saying it was some millions and that it was a particular lot. But we extrapolated, you actually, Alpha, because you're the mathematician, hmm. extrapolated based on health, excuse me, life insurance actuarial information, which do not lie because they have to pay these claims out. People were dropping dead all over the place. And it started after. We have in our appendices of our report, you can see clearly that after these jabs were given, people were dropping dead. The spikes of numbers, people dropping dead, went up exponentially. And it's correlated to these death jabs. Don't take our word for it. Go read our report. Right. What we wound up doing is we made a predictive death model, uh, unfortunately, based upon side effects, fatalities in the study groups, some of the cohort numbers, et cetera, et cetera. And unfortunately, I don't want to be right here, but I think our numbers were right. And again, we tried to get this out. We tried. You know, I've had nobody will touch it. No one touches it. People said, well, if you're so, so bent on this, why don't you write about it? I did with, my, with did. the help of my friend Alpha. And let me tell you something. We tried to get it out, and no one would touch it. No one. We all. They all thought we were crackpots, and we actually got canceled because of it. So we're going to self-publish it. It's on our website, signa50.com. We're going to post it up. We can't post it. It's so big. You know, the report is so big it doesn't go onto social media. But we're going to keep pushing it uh, from from here, and uh, hopefully, people will. Uh, Let's see if we can get it on Telegram, though. We'll see if we can post it there. We'll see if we can. We'll post a link to it. I mean, it, yeah. I, I think it's it's probably something like 56 pages. Yeah. And what you do is you go to the middle of – it's actually 44 after edits. But anyway. Ah. Uh, but after uh, – what you do is it's on the main page. You go to the middle of the page. You can read it on the site or you can download a copy for yourself. We're not looking for any money. Our contact information is there in case you want to ask any questions. Uh, we are still not talking about our names doesn't matter about our names. We let the report talk for itself. We That's let right. this podcast speak for itself. All right, everybody. Well, that was a lot of material to cover. So, you know, there's a lot going on in the world. We're coming into midterm season here, coming into fall, deep fall, coming into winter now. and Thanksgiving will be here before you know it. So, everybody, thank you very, very much for, for trusting us with an hour of your time. We want to put a Shout out to uh, somebody that we want to promote a little bit, Banners for Freedom, bannersforfreedom.com. We get the message out there for everybody. Uh, and uh, the Tunnels and Towers Foundation. They don't ask us to do it, but we're going to do it. I think Frank Seiler's on a mission from God, and I think he's doing good work out here. So let's pay attention to them. So anyhow, anything you Bannersforfreedom.com. Don't forget about them. Hey, and Patriot Mobile also, patriotmobile.com. Get off the big phone uh uh, things and get on to Patreon Mobile. That's all I got to tell you. But other than that, we'd love to uh, check out our report, check out our website, go ahead and subscribe to us, share us around, please help us out. Other than that, I don't have anything else. Thanks a lot. We'd like to thank our soldiers, Saros and Airmen, for protecting us 24 7, 365. 
and our police, fire, and EMS that are out there working with us every single day. If you're deployed, coming into the holidays, we'll keep our thoughts out for you. We'll help support your families while you're out there doing the Lord's work. Thanks a lot very much, and we'll see you next time. Take care, everyone.